Good morning, Meridian, and welcome to Grind, Grace, and Growth here on Supertalk 103.3 FM. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind, and we try to do everything with grace with the goals of growth. Brought to you by the Paint Store on North Hills, MBS Lady Shoes, Jana King, Scrub Station, the Family Flea Market on B Street, and Brad Bearfield Shelter Insurance. I'm Shelly Hotchkiss Whitehead, the General Manager of Super Talk Meridian, and I'm real excited today because I have a, a new friend, I would say. I've known him for a long time, but um, really a big go-getter, and you guys are going to start really seeing a whole bunch of stuff about this guy and what he's doing for a lot of our local charities to include Mary Hope and the Hope Village. Here with me today, I have Ed Abdella, who is doing some pretty fascinating things, things that I would hope that I maybe one day I'll get inspired after this interview. But Ed is doing something called the Race Across America, and it's also called the Race for Hope, which is a bicycle race. I don't think it's a race, but a journey that is going to go from Oceanside, California to Annapolis, Maryland to raise money for the Hope Village this time around. So good morning, Ed. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing today? I'm good. That was a lot. I'm already tired (laughs) thinking about the fact that you're going to be on a bike for 12 days. Yes. Well, hopefully a little bit under, but the goal is you, you have 12 days. 12 and days. So, and it is a race. Okay. For me, it's more of a journey than anything. And um, it's kind of twofold. I have a personal reason why I'm doing it. And, of course, I want to raise money for Hope Village. You know, they're closest to my heart. And, you know, they they, they do great things. Sela Ward is a wonderful uh, Meridianite and has done some great things by establishing Hope Village. And I want to do my part. So, well, yeah. tell me what got you inspired or what is your personal reason on why you've decided to do a lot of the things that you've been doing? Because you just got done with a Natchez Trace ride, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. Uh, two weeks ago, I did the Natchez Trace 444 and they got to call it a ride. It's not a race because it's a federal park. So and it's 444 miles. You have 44 hours to do it. And we used it more of a training, uh, you know, training purpose. I've done it before. So this was more training for me and the crew. So we were able to complete it in 26 hours and 16 minutes. And I was off the bike for 22 minutes. But that was the big goal. How long did you get off the bike? How, you know, how many minutes each time you had to stop and do whatever. So, How did you stay awake for 44 hours straight? Kathy yelling at me. <laughs> My crew member yelling. Um, there was uh, the, the dead zone, and most people know this, especially if you were in the military, and I'd been in the military for 26 years. The dead zone, or death zone they call it, is uh, 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the morning. And that's when it doesn't matter how much rest you've had. Those are the days where your body just says that time period says you got to sleep. And I knew it was coming. It happened during the ride around Mississippi um, every every morning. And um, so it was real difficult. But as long as you stay focused, and um, I have uh, Seal Bunyard, who's uh, part of the crew. She's not going to actually be in the van with us when we cross over America, but she is going to be with me every day calling me. She is my Zen sister, I call her. Uh, but she told me one time that, I want you to feel the wind on your hair, on your arm, because you have no hair on your legs. 
and I want you to breathe, and I want you to concentrate on all the smells and all the sights and what you hear around you when you do this bike around Mississippi. And I've been using that ever since. So at 2 o'clock in the morning when I was, too, you know, I was at a frazzle, uh, <laughs> I started watching the hair move up and down as the wind was going through it and smelling. And I, at that time, we were actually in Mississippi. So just Mississippi, you know, I think we were in Kosciuszko at that time. Oh, close to it, yeah. So. I, I frequent there quite yeah. quite often. That's where my dad is at okay. the VA nursing home there. And that's where my wonderful significant other lives as mm-hmm. well. So uh, that is a pretty portion of the Natchez it Trace. It really is. And, and, and that was the thing that, that really got me motivated to, you know, those are the only times that I was, you know, I get a little tired, but I've always, I always loved riding, and I've always been real active. And um, as uh, we get older, certain things don't work anymore. I used to be a big time runner, and um, I just, I got back from Iraq in 2004, and I just couldn't run like I used to. And my knees started giving out, and most importantly, my back. And um, that's where Dr. Pasha came in. He um, he relieved me of my pain. I mean, it was the, and that's another story totally in itself, just what he's been able to do. And it doesn't, I'm sure it doesn't work for everybody, but for me it did. Mm-hmm. And I tell anybody that would listen that if you have chronic pain, and I had chronic pain, the military stuff, and, uh, but I told them, go and see Dr. Pasha and at the a pain management center, go and see him and let him give you a, you know, an MRI if you need or whatever, and give you kind of an idea of what will work. And this, for me, it worked. And those, those shots that he was giving me were magnificent, but I couldn't run anymore. So I started biking. Well, when you are an active person and you are dealing with chronic pain, there's nothing worse than not being able to do your craft or your sport and not being able to, I hate to say like get the runners high or the bikers high because that's why people do it. I mean, it's not like we just like to go out and run 20 miles for the heck of it. It is exactly why we do it. It's exactly (laughs) why people do that. You know, it's, you know, everybody thinks it's about, you know, like people ask me all the time, like I had, um, after I got done and it was the first time I really, you know, you asked, you know, why do you do this? And it's there's a lot of reasons, um, obviously, to stay in shape, and it's because I enjoy it. But the other reason, and ML Waters had asked me a question at Mary Hope, and um, we had gotten done with the race, and it was really the first time ever I said it. And he said, man, i got to ask you. He said, what do you think about all that time? He said, I don't even like to drive that far. I run out of things to think about. And I told him, I said, I think about my brother's that I lost overseas guys that didn't return and that's that's a lot of the reason why I think I ride it's you know somebody um that did ram one of my, I got a cousin uh Bobby Morlock he did ram and um we've been in contact with one another pretty much every week talking about strategies and stuff and this was someone that served with you no bobby is a was a police officer but we're cousins and i haven't seen him in a a long long time about 30 years but i found out he had done ram and so we we talked to one another and his first question was what are you running away from and i said i'm not and he says everybody's running away nobody puts thirteen thousand miles on the bike a year if they're not running towards something or running away from something and him being a Danbury police officer, I knew exactly what he was running away from. Right. And uh, Is that and the PTSD? I, my, yeah, the same thing. I think yeah. I just, 
I think that's what it is. I think every every person that serves, and you know, your father served in the military. And I'm sure there's things that you know that come out when we get older. You know, I never thought about these things before, and all of a sudden, you know, you hit fifty, and it's like, whoa, you know. And and so, yeah, that's you know, people say, God, you're crazy for riding that far. I say, you don't realize it. it, it to me, it's more maybe it's more therapy. therapy. It's cheaper it's, than like, therapy. <laughs> absolutely, and it, and and it is. It's for guys that will never age. You know, and they'll stay forever young. And that's what I told ML and my crew chief, Kevin Brooker, who uh, was there. He just kind of wide open said, dude, we got to run with this. I'm like, no, we're not running with anything. I don't even know why I said it, but it's it's personal and it's, you know, something that I do. Well, and I love that you like to do it for for a community, for charities that are, are local charities as oh, well. Absolutely. I wouldn't do it for anybody. I love Meridian. Um I've been here. This is my 30th year, and I abs- I'm from Connecticut, so moving down here was a shock, not to me, to the people that embraced me and said, wow, come and teach, and, <laughs> you know. So you came down here to teach. That's exactly right. Did, was it because there's really not a lot of snow on the ground very often? No, it's because when I was in the military, I served at Fort Benning and Fort Bragg, North Carolina. They now have changed those names, but that's another story. But um, I just loved the South. I loved its people. And, um, you know, I was looking for jobs close to Columbus, Georgia, but there were none. But here in Mississippi, it was wide open. So I started teaching for Lamar and stayed there for almost 13 years. And um, I got back from Iraq and I stayed another year. And then I went to Meridian High School and absolutely loved my 10 years there and um, miss it terribly. But then I got a great opportunity to go to West Lauderdale, and um, it was a great fit for me, and it was an even better fit for my son. And, you know, I, I thank Shane Rogers for shaking my hand saying, you got the job. I'm like, thank right. you, <laughs> you know. Well, tell our listeners what you teach. Yeah, so I teach U.S. history and AP U.S. history, and then I teach their dual enrollments for MCC. And I've got a class usually um, when M- when Mississippi State has an- enough students, I usually get a course usually in the spring. I teach the Holocaust or some European study, modern European modern. history. I was yeah. going to say medieval because that, yeah. that would be kind of fun too. Yeah. You know? no, I teach everything from the Renaissance forward. If you know, Like I said, if there's enough students on campus and it's been kind of dry lately, hopefully it'll pick up. We got – you know, new programs coming in all the time. And Meridian's a big growing city, but I love this place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love its people. And I thank God every day that they allowed me to come and be a part of their community. So I don't have, like I told people before, you know, as a school teacher, I would love to give, you know, money to all sorts of charities. I just can't. I don't have it. But I can kind of like things. a radio host. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you want to do something. And, and so, like, um, you know, I was going to do a race around Mississippi um, the, because I needed to to see what I would feel like after four days. And so we put together this plan, and uh, Clint Blackwell, who's my mechanic on most of my uh, trips. Let's go. Yeah, so Clint created this uh, wonderful opportunity. He said, hey, we want to do a 1,000-mile ride, and we're going to do the uh, perimeter of Mississippi. And I said, okay. I said, hey, we can raise money for Mary Hope. They're trying to raise money for a roof. So we met with the board, um, and uh, they agreed uh, that this would be a good idea. I don't think they thought it was a great idea. I thought they thought I was nuts. Probably. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we, we did well. We raised a lot of money, and, um, you know, but that's what I wanted to do. And, like, 
we did um i did i do a 24-hour challenge every year to raise money for west lauderdale band and last year was the first year uh that we did it and we we did pretty well raising money this year is going to be even bigger but it's always in december the last day of school before christmas break and i'll get on the bike at eight in the morning and all the kids are still there and they're all looking at me going you're nuts i make some of them ride with you yeah well they do there there's a couple of guys like you were talking about shane cohen he actually came up and rode um a lot of the guys that i cycle with my team will come up and they'll ride a couple hours with me so it's a lot of fun, but it's all for this. It's all for the, the, you know, race across America. I've been thinking about that for six years. My whole, and it's sad because even Kathy notices a lot of it, you know, my sweet significant other. I feel bad for her and I feel bad for my son, Hayes. He's 18. He's graduating this year. And, you know, I'll ask him one day. He came into the room and woke up and he saw me sitting in the chair and he says, Aren't you supposed to be riding? He said, I thought we'd spend the day together. He said, Dad, i got to tell you something. He says, you know, all those guys on the football team think you're like the You're man. awesome, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, so? He says, no, I'm serious. He said, you know, they don't mind that you shave your legs. But if you don't do this race, they're going to make fun of me. you got to get out there and train. So I make sure that it try, it, I try not to have it affect my relationship with Kathy or my relationship with my son. It's a balancing act. Yeah, I, I get up real early and I ride, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's nighttime because, you know, i got to ride Ram in night, so we'll get a little bit of training that way. Um, but I try to get home on Saturday before my son wakes up, which he's 18, 12 o'clock. He's, I'm waking him up. But uh, with Kathy, it's a little harder. But she's part of the crew. She's been part well, of Well, you guys have been together for a long years. time. Yeah. And if you guys don't know who Ed's significant other is, she is Kathy Parrish, who is with Hope Village. And she used to be a big part of United Way. So she's very, very involved in the community. And I'm sure... That has a little bit of the reason why you do so much for Hope Village. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, and and um, she's, I think at times she's more, you know, uh, in tuned with Ram than I am at times because when we did. So the she's your manager. Oh, absolutely. We did the 444 last year. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, there was a Ram official and she sat him down and they talked for hours about Ram. And um, she said, well, do you think my ed can do that oh absolutely you know this will be great do you really think we can raise my goal for merit for hope village is to raise a million dollars and that's a lofty goal we're not going to raise it here in mississippi uh, we're not going to raise it in meridian meridian's done more than enough uh, this is going to be international um, i go uh, and interview with ultra cycle magazine on sunday evening and it'll be broadcast over i guess over their social media network and it goes throughout Europe and and all over the United States and anybody that's into ultra cycling will see this and they'll see this uh, you know this this video of our interview um and hopefully they'll give to the charity we met a guy from Massachusetts that's already donated money um (laughs) the teachers at West Lauderdale I think they're about sick of me talking about biking um a couple of weeks ago, I brought in my brand new bike, and Mr. Rogers, my boss, looked at me and says, "New bike? How many is that?" And I said, "If you have to ask." He says, "No, seriously, how many bikes do you have?" I said, "Thirteen." He says, "Ed, you can't ride thirteen bikes at one time. Why?" And I said, "Well, you hunt, right?" He goes, 
yes, yeah, so? I said, well, how many guns do you have? He goes, oh, no, we're not talking about rifles. We're talking about you. And I said, yeah, I know. It's the same thing. I have three bikes, and as I told you earlier, I fall off of them. Yeah. And, you know, it's something I guess the practice makes perfect. I like the spin bike because it just yeah, it's more sturdy. So, uh, but so going back to the 444 that you just did, Mm -hmm. that was for Mary Hope, right? No, the 444 was just for me. It's sponsored by Dr. Pasha. And so I I don't, I've never, this was my third time doing it. We've never attached that to anything. But the 24-hour challenge that I do in December is for the band at West Lauderdale. Um, And then the, the Mary Hope was the bike around Mississippi. That was 1167 miles and we did it in four days 13 four days and three hours and 13 minutes now when you are doing these like where do you sleep do you camp do you have a camp you can do that uh for the ride around mississippi we had set up a uh hotel and um that was uh up in the delta then we went and that was 300 and 47 miles and then we got up and it was I think I was on the bike for 26 hours 27 hours something like that so I slept for two and a half hours that night and then the next evening we were in um, Natchez we were at a and b and b thank you very much and uh, when an Airbnb it was really nice but I only had uh, three hours there uh, and then the last day was on the coast we were in Biloxi um, Is that where you ended? No, we ended back up here in Meridian. That was my light day. That was only 197 miles. So Only? Yeah, well, that was Clint's favorite part. He goes, just think, Ed, the last day, only 197 miles. I'm like, yeah, I know. But it was good. It was a great race. It, it, it showed me what we needed for, like, nutrition. See, these races are all about science. You know, you do triathlons. You know, if you don't feed yourself, then you're going to bonk. Um, you may be able to get through the swim. But if you don't eat something before you get on the bike, you're going to bonk. And with these races, these longer rides, it's all about nutrition and um, changing. Uh, it's all about making sure that... Um, you know, everything uh, on your bike is is fitted properly. You know, they say, you know, the guys that look at my seats are like, how do you sit on this? You know, Kathy bought me an infinity seat. Well, it has no middle. It's just a, it, I wish I could show you a picture of it. Uh, so it's, it's just uh, like the outside, like pretty much it. That's like a toilet it's, seat, but miniature. Absolutely. Just set up exactly like what you'd see a seat, but there's nothing in the middle. And is there cushioning on the outside? No, it's just a rail almost. And you look at it and you're like, no way this works. My gosh, it works. And it's because it takes all the, you know, everything off of all your pressure points. And it puts everything on your sit bone. But it's got to be fitted just right. And that's where, you know, people like Clint and, um, you know, I have other people like. And how much does a seat like that cost? I can tell you it's 750 bucks. Because just for biking that is not a. No inexpensive sport i think that's why all these guys at the school kind of like what um getting back to west lauderdale though um uh uh, april luke told me she says you know we want to help you and i was telling her a story about a guy named les crooks who i rode the 444 with and last summer he actually did ram and it was crushing to me i'm so happy he did it but we talked about doing it not together as a team but doing it the same year 
And here he is. I woke up one morning. I'll never forget. I looked at my Strava, and there's Les Crooks who put in something like 300 miles. I'm like, way to go, Les. And it said, my dreams come true, my first day of Ram. And I went, oh, my God. That day, I actually was going up to Northwood to go and play golf, and it was the first time I felt, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to play golf. I don't want to play golf with my group anymore. What am I doing here? Les Crooks is riding across America, and I'm up here playing golf, and I'm trying to fit everything in, like bike 100 miles on Saturday, and then Sunday wake up and, you know, you go to church and then bike another 50 miles only to run to the club to play with your 130 group. I'm like, this isn't working. And I'm never free. It was just before summer. And I went downstairs and I told Rick, I said, I want to get out of the club. And he said, you've been a member for 15 years. Are you nuts? It's summertime. Yeah. I said, you don't understand. I got something real big. And if I don't get rid of something, if I don't make some kind of sacrifice, it's never going to come true. So you, you're so basically a, saying you had to focus. Yeah. You well, just had too just much that. going on. It was just, okay, what are you willing to give up? You know, it's it's amazing. You, you keep saying, oh, you did this, you did this, you did this. Remember, there were so many people behind me saying, hey, I want to sponsor you. Hey, I want to do this for you. Dr. Pasha has my, been my sponsor for every single Natchez Trace 444. Without him, I couldn't do it. It's expensive. It is. And I couldn't do it without him. I have to have a crew of a minimum of four people for that race. For this Ram, there's nine people that'll be with me. That's And, and it's about them, too. That's 17 days, 12 days on the road. But we got to get to California. That's riding out to California and trying to make it, making it in two days, which means nonstop driving. And that's a um, that's a quick drive to California. Absolutely, it is. And it's like, hey guys, this is what I want to do. Would you be willing? And they're more than willing, and they can't wait to do it. It's a journey for them too. But it's like that's seventeen days of their life. But they're also you know? like your cheerleaders. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. they're like there for you and they wouldn't yeah. do it unless they wanted to wanted to be there for you i know so. and then, kathy said that before she said we love you and this is all about and you're inspiring your so many yeah but you know there's so much that goes into this so if i'm not willing to make a sacrifice and give up my membership until this is over then then, then i don't deserve to finish so it was that it was and the worst part i don't know if we could say this on the air but you can cut it out craft beer you know, John Purdy is one of my former students. I haven't had a drop in 10 months. I haven't had one of his new beers. And so he made a deal. He said, finish Ram, and I'm going to create a beer just for you. Wow. That's we'll call nice. it Ram Ed or Ed Ram or something silly. And the ed Rama. <laughs> yeah, something. Something like that, yeah. Well, that sounds like John for sure. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's great that the community is, you know, really embracing you and, you know, just we're going to have to have some like day-to-day coverage when this happens next summer. And I know that Kathy will will call in and send us some video and we'll share it on social media, but yeah. let's uh I'm going to tell our listeners like what this entails. So you're going to be going through 12 states and 3 deserts and across four of America's longest rivers including the Colorado, the Mississippi, Missouri, and the Ohio. And three mountain ranges, the Sierra, the Rockies, and the Appalachians. So, I mean, you guys, he's going to see the whole country. I mean, it is going to be amazing. So, you know, we're actually, I told you, we're getting close on time. We're already at 24 minutes. And, you know, we only have 28 minutes. But main thing is, is I want to let our listeners know how they can be a part of this. How How can they sponsor you? Well, we have QR codes. Some of the posters are 
up around areas. Would love for them to support me. I know that um, the Thank teachers you. at West Lauderdale and Northeast, um, April Luke, it came up with a great idea. She said, I think every teacher should give $25 to Hope Village. And, um, you know, that that's Renee Foreman has, has uh, second that. And so we're now having a competition between Northeast and West Lauderdale. I don't know if I like it too much, but it's. I think you uh, should open up Southeast and Clarkdale, too. Well, I don't want. No, you don't understand. This is the bet. The bet is whoever raises the most money, I have to wear their logo on my race kit, on my. On your leg. Yes. And I'm like, oh, no. And I and I, I didn't think much about it. I, you know, I've always wore West Lauderdale. You know, I'm the night rider. And <laughs> now it's going to be Trojan power if they raise more money than we do. And I'm like, oh, man, no. But I don't mind putting anybody on the on, on my it's very good kit. cause. Yeah. yeah, it is. And, and it's a you know, they want to be a part of it, too. And, and, you know, God, I work with these guys and I got to listen to me every single day, you know, about riding. Hey, guys, did I tell you about this? I think they get tired of it. Well, is there a website that people can go to to make a, a donation? Yep, They can go to Hope Village and they, they'll find Ram, R-A-A-M and uh so go to the Hope Village website. That's it. Or I'm sure it. you can call Kathy Parrish yeah. at Hope Village, and she will gladly take your money. Yeah, and you're going to see it. So we're going to have a embedded journalist with us, a media person. Everyone does. And so they'll document the entire Who thing. Who is it? Um, I don't know. It's from Ultra Cycling Magazine. Gotcha. Like I said, I'll be with them Sunday evening at 7 o'clock, and uh, I don't know when the show will come out, but... They're going, they've asked me if uh, I can embed it. They're happy and excited because I'm, I'm the first Mississippian to ever do this. And I'm also will age up to 60 years old. So there's only, there's only 359 people that have ever finished Ram since 1982 as soloists, both men and women. And that's pretty elite. <laughs> it's it's pretty stout, but there's only six 60-year-olds. Are you 60? I will be. I'm 59, but I turned 60 on September 7th. My ride starts on June 11th. I age up if my birthday is before December 31st. So I, you know... It's one of those, it's another knock on you saying, hey, dude, look, you know, you're 60, not a lot of 60-year-olds. Yeah. And as you can tell, I'm big-framed. I'd like to say that. That's not true. I'm heavy. I'm a very heavy rider. Most guys are not like me. And a lot of people look and say, God, are you not going to make it through the Rockies or the Appalachians? And so. that's true. When I think of a competitive cyclist, I think of someone like a jockey yeah. on a horse, just a smaller person so they can fly. But, you know, as long as you have your bike fit to you and you know how to ride it correctly. I'm working hard on the weight, too. I've, I've, You've lost weight. Yeah, I really have a lot, too. And, and like I said, I've, if people are willing to, you know, like I've got a lot of people that are, you know, su- you know, that are listening and supporting this and supporting Hope Village. And, you know, it's just a lot of people. It's like I said, it's it's a it's a lot of things that go into this ride. It's not just about me pedaling. I've. I won't finish if my crew screws up. And I'm not talking about screwing up like making mistakes. I'm talking about if they break down, I will not finish. Everybody I've talked to, make sure your crew's good. We have the best crew. Well, that's awesome. The very best. So, if, Well, they're from Meridian, right? Oh, absolutely. So. Well, I've got two of them. My crew chief will be from Vermont, and his wife is my nurse and nutritionist. She's from Vermont as well. But 
we're going to be fine. We're, we got a great crew. Well, it's really exciting. And guess what? We are out of time, Ed. But wow. so you guys make sure you call Hope Village if you want to help support this cause. And do you have a Facebook or Instagram that people can follow you on? Yeah, we have Facebook. Clint Blackwell also will will put it on Magnolia State Cycles. I mean, it'll be all over the It really will be, you know, done through social media. Well, done well so they'll be able to follow me well that's great well you guys make sure you keep your eye out for Ed, Ed Abdella he's going to be moving and shaking across the country in the next six months eight months actually I think oh, yes. but um, I'm really excited and thank you so much for taking time oh, to come and talk about me. your experience and you know being a mover being a grind and great having grace and, and helping you grow so thank you so but much. anyways you guys Thank you for tuning in today to Grind, Grace, and Growth. You can also download Spotify and listen to the website. I mean, listen to the podcast of Grind, Grace, and Growth um, anywhere. Or you can live stream anywhere from the Super Talk Mississippi app. You guys have a great day. Thanks for tuning in.